Not, not only that, I think, I think if you guys look at the whole picture here, right, the, the entire system, the ecosystem of your business, mm -hmm. if you have a strategy, which I teach all the time for lead generation, whether that's through ManyChat, that you can also extract emails, or whether that's through a ClickFunnels page or a website, or an e-commerce channel, whatever it may be, if you have a strategy like I have seen in which you can generate um, a phone number, an email, and a name for... 25 cents, for 50 cents, for a dollar. Well, that's great. But if you don't have the automation in place, then you're not going to be able to see that thing being a profitable thing, that you're, an action that you're doing. So it's something that you have to build a system, just like you would, for example, write a book. You don't sell the book unless you have written the book. Traditionally, you never do, unless you are already a celebrity offer and people are expecting a new book and you can pre-sell a book that doesn't exist. Generally, you have to write the book and then you can promote that book. Marketing automation and email automation is the same thing. You have to work on that and you have to create it. And once you have a strategy that you can actually scale, for example, we have, um, um, there's a, uh, talking about one of my best clients, Dr. Eric Berg. He has something called a keto cheat sheet. Well, People are downloading this cheat sheet like crazy. Uh, all we get in exchange is an email address, a phone number, and an email. Uh, and, uh, and then we're, we're able to communicate with these people now consistently. If I don't have a system to communicate to these people, what's the next level of engagement with Dr. Berg Nutritionals? How Dr. Berg is going to give them more value and just give them more and more value in relationship to what they came for, then... I'm not going to be able to ever go to Dr. Berg and be like, hey, Dr. Berg, so we're doing this really well. We're getting 250 leads a day. I want to bump it up to 1,000 leads a day. Oh, well, Manuel, how are we going to handle that? Well, we got automation. It's happened right. automatically, right? It's like it doesn't matter if I bring 1,000 or 10,000. The system is going to be able to handle whatever volume I give it. And that's the beauty of it. If you don't have those things in place, it's all broken. The same thing happens with ManyChat. With ManyChat, you have to have a bot built. If you don't have it built, it's useless to try to generate leads because you're not, right. not going to have that process. And look at what they've said today uh, earlier on the interview. you got a 90-day window, and that's it. 90 days. After 90 days, that lead is pretty much gone. And they don't remember you. They don't know who you are. They are they're so so little attention span and there's so much competition out there that you're going to miss uh, this relationship with, with, with people if you don't work on building it on the first 90 days. Now, that being said, so creating the email automation for whatever the person came to get. So if you're, if you're doing a mini course on, uh, on tax, on handling taxes, uh, if you're doing a, uh, a real estate, how to purchase a new home in this environment, um, uh, a resource, if you're doing a cheat sheet, a quiz, whatever it is that you're doing, you got to make sure that your automation is more, it's connected with that particular thing. Even if it's like, would you say, Dave, that if you have four ways with different type of content of bringing people into the journey with you, that you have to create four individual campaigns of email automation that goes in line with that. What would you say about that? You said four ways or four products or services? Let's say four, uh, well, yeah, if, if, if it's like uh, a keto mini course or a keto yep. cheat sheet or a keto yep. quiz, well, you can put them on the same automation, right? Oh, absolutely. So you're talking about the, you know, the lead magnet. So remember, the conversion of a sale is typically the fourth step in the process. You know, you have awareness, you have engagement, then they subscribe to you. 
and then you have an opportunity to convert. If you try to, if I can use some of the old uh, the Ryan Dice stuff, if you try to jump the dating process and go right from, hello, I'm Dave, I want to marry you, that's a little bit weird, right? And that's what happens when you try to push a sale too fast. And so if you've got your lead generation where you've got many chat and you've got um, the Facebook Live stuff and you've got YouTube going and all these are lead generations, and this is where the term funnel comes, right? You've got a wide top of the funnel and, and people come in from various channels. But once they're engaged, you now know what they're interested in and they go into the automation and they subscribe to what you want and then you can present offers to them. Now, this is outside of a little bit of what everybody thinks on Facebook. Oh, I got a big discount, early adopter, one year free, you know, all these quick buzz things to be able to get people to engage. Um, that's not the long game for, you know, for the marketing, right? The long game is providing value over the long term, which is something that you do. So remember the sale is not the first thing, even though it may be the desperate thing that you need, but it's not how you have build a relationship. And and whether, you know, we're talking about relationships, not transactions, you know, you're not buying a pack of gum as you walk out of the grocery store where it's, there's no recourse to anything. That's like, I'm, I want to chew on some gum, I'm gonna buy the gum, here it is, and I'm out the door and that's 15 seconds. What we're talking right. about is somebody who's trying to build a business, which means they're thinking about it. And it's a long-term relationship. So we're not talking about transactional, we're talking about relational businesses where I need a relationship with this person, I wanna sell the product, I wanna, I wanna engage them in the process, I want them to subscribe to what I have, and then I wanna sell them something. And so it's a little bit longer game, but you're exactly right. You, you have everything that has to do with keto can come from multiple channels to start. That's the wide part of the start of the customer journey. And then once they in, show interest in keto, now you can start sharing them all of your knowledge with the keto and the products that you sell that help them with their their answer with the keto. Um, right. But you shouldn't you shouldn't divert from that until you have you know until they've bought what you want or took no interest. Right. But if you have different products that cover mm -hmm. different problems that you're handling, then in that case you got to focus it on that particular product that is going to handle that problem. Let's say that you have a product that helps with sleep and then you have another product that helps with energy. You want to help them handle the sleep problem and just focus on that sleep problem. And if you're handling the energy problem, just focus on handling that problem because I understand that you might have a brand that handles both problems, but you want to make sure that they, they get more of what they came for, right? Of what that yeah. particular thing was about. This is the beauty of the automation part because we're talking about automation. So let's say we have a campaign, they showed interest in keto, specific, just one aspect of keto, and you've brought them into the journey, you've given them a week of information and good content, good value, and they decided, hey, they haven't, you know, we can me we measure when people buy stuff. And so when they haven't purchased yet, now we use automation and say, okay, we know they haven't purchased yet. We know that. So let's talk about another aspect of keto. Do you, you're interested in keto, but are you having trouble sleeping? And so we can do a soft transfer based on what they were just at, show the relation between one product to the other and see if they'll take interest in it without a hard right. switch. So right. one email might say, hey, we talked about this. We've shared all the information with you. You know, what we've also found is that other people are having trouble sleeping. Does this, you know, does this relate to you as well? So you can, you know, you have the soft transfer of, of content. And then if they engage in that, now you're talking about, you know, having trouble sleeping and that's related to keto. Right. Right, exactly. So that's what you want to. That's what you want to do, guys. You want to focus on that particular aspect. One thing that I'll ask you, Dave. You, we talk about yeah. the ninety day, the ninety day window, right? Yeah. There's there's another window that I talk about, and you. I want to hear your thoughts on that, and that is a fourteen okay. day 
window, which means yeah. that if somebody came into your world, uh, mm -hmm. like you said, there's awareness uh, and then there's engagement. So somebody is yeah. consuming the content uh, and they're on social media and that happens sometimes for a long time. Yesterday we had a, uh, I was talking about that with my staff, uh, we had a person enroll in one of our services uh, and she paid $15,000 for a service um, yesterday. And the first seminar that she ever did with me was four years ago. She yeah. hasn't given me exactly. a penny, all right? Four years, or years ago, she did a seminar, and then she's been consuming the content on social media, but she didn't really engage. She didn't mm -hmm. really connect. So at some point uh, this last week, she said, you know what? I need some help. So there's something about longevity, right? And just being able to oh, put yourself 100%. there consistently and just being there and giving that value. I mean, it happens all the time. Hey, yeah, I met you on Las Vegas on a seminar uh, two and a half years ago, and I just I couldn't wrap myself uh, around like hiring your agency until now. Uh, I just kept on seeing you on social media, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to jump all over that. So awareness, engagement, and then these people uh, tend to uh, become a part of your uh, customer journey specifically once they get out of social media. The way that I explain in my content, Dave, uh, is that you really have a little bit shorter window than that 90 day. You got 14 days from the moment they come in to really talk about what your product and your next level of engagement is and how you can help them. So, so in 90 days, you kind of lose them and it's over, game over, gone, right? Yeah, I, and you and even I was talking get specifically them out. about, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. And you even get them out, right, of the, uh, of the list and now you re-engage them on social media somewhere else. Right. But I have a 14 day window which I believe that if you do not provide value enough that you are able to position your products and services and have them buy something from you, the interest towards becoming your customer goes downhill from that point on. So 14 days. 100%. So what is your thought on that, Dave? All right. So uh, 14 days. You're, you're spot on. And I'll explain why you're spot on. Not that you don't know, but I'll, for, the, for the people that are watching, I'll, I'll talk about why I agree with you on the 14 days. But the 90-day window was when the email servers and, and the email people, the gods of emails, decide that an email is probably going cold. It's not really to do with the engagement, it's really to do with some arbitrary number that, you know, the, that's been industry, kind of industry standard that email goes cold after 90 days. So that's really specific to email. But that's, that's kind of any, it's been there for a long time. So, uh, but that's what that's about. If you've got an email on your list that you're paying for to be on your list and nobody's engaged in 90 days, you should try another way to re-engage them is my, was my point on that. Now, the 14 days is really specific to relationships, right? It's, it's when, think about it when you were, and of course, for me, it's been, I can't remember the last time, but if you're dating somebody and you have a new relationship, think about that short window of time where you over-communicate, right? Because it's exciting and it's new and I'm into it. I'm all into it before life can take back over. So that short window of time is really about not the platforms, not the tools, not anything that goes on, but it's about the human nature. It's about, it's about the uh, humanizing of the conversation because when you meet somebody and I'm excited to be part of that person, you kind of do I, is it too early to talk to them again? What, what else you got? I want to, I want to keep that conversation going right now. And, and so you over communicate. Now think about it after 14 days, if you're communicating three, four times a day, think about it on a, on a dating perspective and you keep getting the text messages. You're like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> let's back it up a little bit. Every other day is fine. And so that's really what you're referring to on the 14 days, which is spot on because it's talking about a human to human 
relationship where it starts to get creepy. And that's an acceptable window of time to really go in and give a lot of value to somebody. I like that. 14 days. Absolutely. I kind of forgot myself how that 14 day window <laughs> felt. My last relationship, my only relationship, uh, I've had it for 18 years now. So <laughs> I cannot, I, uh, we, we, we actually communicated a lot, right? For, uh, it, yeah, it makes sense right. because you got that excitement. So that makes a lot of sense uh, that yeah. it's a great, great way to explain what happens that you're, you have a chance to prove your company's value to a person in those 14 days and over communicate and over communicate across and, platforms. And that's why when we do the automation, when and with you as well, when somebody joins the tribe, if you will, and says, I want to engage and subscribe with you, then we want to indoctrinate them. That's when we want to give them all of our history and give them all of that information right up front. And that's a one-time se sequence that goes out and says, hey, we're, we're engaged with you. And I want to tell you all about me. I want to tell you what, I, what color I like. <laughs> you know, think about relationships, right? What do you like? What music? What, what color? All that stuff comes out. But you really only have, you only tell it once, right? You don't tell it a bunch of times. All so, cards on the table, right? You're like, you let them yeah. know who your brand is, how you actually want to help them, what your value is, what you offer, your story, all those things are at the top of the relationship. And, and you do it well. You, you're humanizing, right? People see you and you're the brand and you're the face of the brand and that's humanizing the brand. You know, if I want to go buy a Coca-Cola, I don't know who it is. I'm not endorsing Coca-Cola, but just, you know, if that's what it is, that's what I buy. It's a transaction. It's not relationship, right? And so um, what we're talking about with this marketing stuff for a lot of brands is that you're building a relationship with your customers because not only do you want to be aware and engage and subscribe and then convert to a sale at some point, but you want those customers to be excited about it. You want them to ascend and buy more products. You want them to advocate for you and you want them to promote your brand going forward. And that's a relationship. Wow. I love that. Okay. So by the way, I've, I've never seen it explained like that, but here's a great, great tip takeaway that I got from what Dave just said. As you're building your marketing automation in whatever platform you use, what a great analogy is that you can sit down and think about how would you have a relationship with your husband, your wife, with your girlfriend, your boyfriend? How do you start off? How do you let them know your story, who you are, what your purpose is? How do you want to help them? How do you provide value? What other people say about you? Testimonials? I, I mean, it, this is the way that you can actually start structuring this thing out in that initial, basically what you can say, an onboarding into that relationship that leads into an ability to have these people listen to whatever offers you have that you can actually um, let them know about. And that it's that process of building these relationships with people that are coming into your funnels. So once you actually have marketing automation in place, and yes, you can, you can fix it, you can improve it, you can create other campaigns, you can do all these other things, you can do broadcasts when you have special announcements, and all those things are okay. Once you have those things in place, now all you gotta do is figure out the things that I teach a lot, which is how to do a lead generation explosion how to get a mm -hmm. lot of people into your marketing automation. How do you keep on communicating with people now that you can now have this system is what you have in place with the automation. But other than that, you gotta figure out if you use Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, if you use other channels, if you do QR codes, whatever it is that you may uh, be utilizing to bring people into that customer journey, that's what it's all about. Okay, that's really, really solid, great stuff um, right, yes. there, right there, Dave. Uh, I have Good. a question for you, a couple more questions. Sure. Uh, it's been almost an hour now since we started, uh, so it's been a lot of value so day, far. <laughs> we can go all day, right? Especially because we are passionate about what we do and what we talk about. Okay, that's it, yep. 
Here's a question, a big one, all right? I know that right. you are very, very deep into Infusionsoft, and uh, yes. I've seen your expert skill in that area. Now, here's my experience so far, and I want, I want you to tell me um, your thoughts on this. Mm -hmm. Platforms, there's many of them. Clavio uh, oh, yeah. is really good for e-commerce platforms, uh, mm -hmm. e-commerce companies. Uh, we have it set up. And it's beautiful because it has all these metrics and analytics and dashboards that are very user-friendly for e-commerce. Uh, I have not experienced that with Infusionsoft. Infusionsoft, I would not change it for anything in the world for people like me, people like Damon John, people like mm -hmm. my dad, people like Dr. Berg, people like, I would not change it, all right? Because it's, it's kind of like more meant, actually, Dr. Berg, we changed over to Clavio uh, because, uh, because a lot of e-commerce and he's doing that right now. Uh, yep. But... But there's a, there seems to be something that is, uh, there's strengths and weaknesses per platform. And I want to hear your thoughts on that because that's been my experience so far. Infusionsoft is a beautiful platform for marketers, for people that have a message, for passionate people with a lot of value and a lot of content. But maybe not the best one for e-commerce platforms. What are your thoughts uh, for that on yeah. that subject, Dave? Well, for sure, it's not an e-commerce e e platform. It's just not that. I mean, it's not going to it's not going to have a catalog of parts of products you want to sell or service. It's not what it's for. It's a it's an amazing communication platform that allows you to build an entire journey around it. Now, for those who sell services or send invoices and do all those things, sure. I mean, it does that, but it is it it is not an e-commerce platform. It, it dabbled in that a little bit. A while back but it didn't and so now it's newer version and there's some inside stuff going on right now with that keep is the new brand that's the new company infusionsoft is now a product of keep and there's there's keep and keep pro and then there's going to be keep pro max which is actually going to be the new name of infusionsoft and i kind of just let that out of the bag i think it's being announced this week um <laughs> but <laughs> so Keep has evolved. If you you have you have on Infusionsoft, so your whole interface right now is the older version of this. Keep is a brand new platform. It is very user friendly. It allows for turnkey automation. You don't need to hire folks like you or me. To, I hate saying that, but it's true. The platforms become easy because there's turnkey automation. There's there's customer surveys. There's follow ups. There's um, text messaging now included inside of Keep. Um, with your own number. I mean, so it's really evolved into a modern platform. And when you were first introduced to it, it was it was the leader, but it was also getting a little bit long in the tooth, if I can use a horse reference. <laughs> um, and so they have repackaged over the last couple of years and have really come to market with a, a really brand new product. And yes, we do sell it. So I know the platform so I can you know pitch it a little bit, but it's not going to replace your WordPress site. That's e-commerce. It's not going to replace... Um, your Shopify site that's an e-commerce. What it's going to do, it's going to take those platforms that stop and go, okay, I've got a sale, now what? Sure, they do a little bit of email, but how do you follow up with your customer? When a customer buys something on one of these platforms, you know what they've purchased. We can send that information over to a communication platform such as Keep and say, okay, great, they took interest in this product. Let's, let's deliver some value. Let's deliver, you know, for instance, we have a customer that delivers, I mean, that sells products but they also wear out in a period of time. And it's designed to do that. It's not that it's bad, it's just that's what happens to it. So at the what we do is we buy the product on the e-platform, the e-commerce platform, we send that information to Keep, Keep keeps that information and says, okay, in 11 months, I'm going to send this customer 
a notice and says, hey, don't forget, you need to replace this item. So there's, there's purposes for each of the platforms and e-commerce needs to be e-commerce to do its conversion and its tracking and its sales and all that stuff. But it's not designed to be marketing and, and Keep is not designed to be an e-commerce platform. Now, the problem is right now is there's so much overlap in all the platforms. You know, there's, there's so much overlap between invoicing and sales and products and everybody wants to do everything. But you have to look at what their core purpose is and decide, okay, do I need more than what its core purpose is? And do I need a separate platform for that? You know, it, as you know, it gets a little bit complicated, but for what we do with customers, we go in and we do a big discovery call. We talk about their needs. We find out exactly what they're trying to achieve. And then we advise on which platforms they should be using for engagement, what platforms they should be using for awareness, how they should be subscribing, what they're using to convert. So, I mean, we plan all that out for them to ensure success. So again, as far as e-commerce, I don't know that, you know, Constant Contact and MailChimp and Keep and, you know, um, all the other platforms that are out there for communication, they're not designed to be e-commerce platforms. Right, exactly. So, yeah, that's the difference that we're seeing. Clavio was built for e-commerce. That's different. Right. They are, yep. They're an e-commerce uh, email marketing platform. So if you guys are into, uh, if you have an e-commerce brand, that's definitely what you need to look into. I and myself, my team, we're, we're diving into it and we're learning the platform quite well. We're not, we're not going to call ourselves experts on the platform at this point, but we've seen the ability to uh, get a lot of data e-commerce wise as to what's happening. And you can find out exactly how much revenue is generating even per campaign or at the individual broadcast level, et cetera. So there's a lot more data on that side. Uh, so it really does depend on what you need. Um, I mean, I would say that if you're looking for something simple, right, Dave, like you have things like MailChimp and active campaign or, uh, there's things like that. If you're looking for a robust marketing automation platform, then nothing trumps what Infusionsoft is. I don't know if uh, you've heard what they used to call Infusionsoft Day. But, oh, of course. Uh, yeah, I went through it. They used to call it Confusionsoft, all right? Um, yeah, it because was pretty techy in the beginning, but it's no longer It was techie. very techy. I mean, I still yeah. have people that just they get headaches trying to figure out, but uh, that's why, you know, it, it is very, very powerful. So it really depends on how serious you are in your marketing automation. I am not moving. I'm staying in EfficientSoft uh, just because it, it, it can get really deep into this automation campaigns, the structure, the communication, the ability to engage with people at different levels. And it, it is that platform that it's, uh, it seems like it's efficient soft over here, and then there's everybody else under it, just based on my well, own experience with yeah. the platform. Well, remember, they were an early, early adopter to the game, and they were first, and so they grew, and it's hard to replace when you have a big market share in the beginning, right? But I got to give them kudos because of they switched around and said, okay, we need a product that's actually for the, the guy who, the, the person, the entrepreneur, the, the person who wants to do a small amount of email marketing and understands the power of automation. You know, we even integrate, you know, physical cards that are sent out to people when they become a client, they, they automatically get a card sent to them. I mean, so there's a lot of things to be able to do. Mostly it's about understanding what your business needs and is your platform satisfying it? You know, there are so many different platforms out there now that do a lot of things. Um, it, it's a matter of core function for your business. You know, what do you want to do? Are you, are you selling widgets and products and pieces and parts and you don't really care because it's a transaction? And remember, we're talking about relational stuff. Um, if it's a transaction, 
you're doing Shopify, you're doing one of those things and you're doing the transaction, you're sending a receipt, you're sending a thank you, maybe you're sending a survey and then you're probably done until you, until they find your ad again and buy something else. Right. Right. Okay, great. So Dave, uh, what is the first thing? How do you get started? Let's say somebody is like, okay, I got social media down. I know how to create content. I understand marketing on Facebook and I'm ready to build a list. I just don't know exactly what to do or how to go about it. What do you recommend somebody if they wanted to just get started doing something and building something out? Oh, I think they need to sign up for your stuff. <laughs> but I so, don't teach directly email marketing. No, though. I, so, I know. Yep. So when you're talking about that, I mean, you have to decide what you're selling and who your audience is. Because, and I'm sure one of the things that you talk about as well is not all platforms are good. If you're selling things that uh, you need someone to click out and link to and buy something, it's hard to do on Instagram, right? You can't do that as easy. I mean, there is ways to do that now when you have so many followers and all that, but if you don't have a lot of followers, you're limited on what you can do. You know, if you wanna, you wanna sell things that work on Pinterest, that's great because their entire purpose of their platform is to link you out to something. That's exactly what they do. So you have to understand what you want to accomplish too. If you're doing art, there's other places to do that. So it's, it's a matter of um, matching what you sell to where the audience lives and then taking that information and making sure you communicate with them. So if there's a transaction going on, there's nothing worse than buying something and hearing nothing from the person you bought from. Right, right. It's been three so, days, I bought something, I paid for it. Where's the communication? And so this is where automation starts. You said about where to start. The first thing is when somebody buys something, make sure that you communicate instantly with them. Instantly. 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 I, I recommend that you send possible. them a text. That you send them a text exactly. message. You send them an email. You uh, make sure that they that they know I got your order. I got your information, and I got your back. And I'm going to make sure that I over communicate to you over the next few days to ensure that you don't got any buyer's remorse and you're excited That's about right. the package coming your way. Right. You the got first, it exactly. The first That's few exactly days. What you should be doing. The first few days are crucial, which uh, leads me to uh, this uh, question, Dave. If uh, what are, you, what are your thoughts now since we have this massive explosion of messenger marketing and text messaging marketing and how do you mm -hmm. see that all integrating with email marketing in general? Well, so, I mean, we all, as a marketer, you want to reach the person with the message. I mean, that's our, that's our purpose, right? We want to reach somebody with a message, whether it's a sales message, a content message, or some sort of information. That's our, that's our job, is to reach people. And so we're going to use every platform available. Text messaging is coming on strong. However, there's a do not call list. So there's, a, there's, some, there's some stuff in there that's getting a little bit out of hand and I'm sure that'll be reined back in at some point because you know I've been on a do not call list since 2003, if I wanna date myself here, but I still get text messages from people I didn't give my phone number to because it's still being sold and being shared. So the platforms, I mean, messengers, I mean, you're on all the messengers. It's WhatsApp, it's, it's ManyChat, it's, you know, it's Instagram messaging. DM. Instagram DM and, and Facebook, you know, Messenger, all of those platforms now we have to play on because that's our business. Uh, most people choose one or two platforms and, and be on those platforms. So, you know, wherever your customer hangs out is where you want to where you want to be. Like, in a, um, so we're back to back. I've got off topic here. Give me your question again. Sorry. Well, we're talking about the importance of uh, what your thoughts on text yes, messaging the, and that's right. And the text messaging. Yeah. I think are great. And here's where I say that text messaging is most important. It's for, in, it's for immediate communication, not for long-term sales. 
So if, you want, if you've got an appointment or if you've got something that's happening now or a webinar that's going on, anything that's important to somebody right now, because it's considered the most urgent piece of communication you have, right? Yeah, it's text message, you know my phone number, you're sending me a direct message. That's a close group around you that uses that. And so if you're sending big marketing pitches on text message that aren't wanted, it's going to ruin that platform as well, like it, like you talked about before. So I, I'm a responsible marketer. I use the platforms where they're intended to be used. Um, some people say, well, you use every avenue you can to reach the customer and do that. I'm like, well, if I reach customer and I make them mad, I don't think that's a good way to go. So in text messaging, like I said, the new Keep version with its entry level option of, of pretty low cost um, includes a text message with a actual different phone number for free. So you can use their text messaging platform to text message. So somebody buys something, you can send the text message. Somebody uh, automatically, you can have that automatically done. Um, somebody makes an appointment, automatically text the message, you know, all those reminders. So I look at it as a, as a close communication reminder type platform, and not something to pitch long-term products on. That's great. Very good. Good stuff. Yeah, the way we do it on ManyChat, for example, is the way we really do treat it as omni-channel. So on Facebook yep. Messenger, past 24 hour window, they go into an email and they, and then if we're doing a text message, the purpose of the text message is to bring them back into Facebook Messenger. So it's not as a standalone uh, marketing platform just to blast promotions or anything like that because you will get them to get upset. People will get angry with you and you're going to just hurt your brand long term. One, the other day I noticed a brand that had a, uh, one, of, uh, one of the clients that we have here at AGM, we had a 10,000 phone number list and mm -hmm. something that just slipped through the cracks and I wasn't paying attention. And, and we were messaging them every single day with uh, oh. call, 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 every single day. We had 10,000 people. 60% of those people in three months opted out. 60%, which is yep. incredible. It's unheard of. Uh, I mean, you're talking about That's... six out of every 10 human beings requested to not receive any more communications from us. And it wasn't because it was bad, it was bad content. It was because it was over-communicated. Overcommunicated, same message, call, 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 buy something from us, here we go. It doesn't right. work like that. You, you're going to just hurt your brand overall, all right? Exactly. Okay, So, yeah, Great. the text messaging is good. Um, it's got a place for it. And I think all of the channels have a place, and we use them all, and as you do. But we, we are decisive in how we use each channel because we don't want to be the brand that is, you know, an outcast in the, in the industry <laughs> because we're, you know, overcommunicating with it. And, you know, the, it's easy to have bad press these days, so we're very cognizant of trying not to. Right, right, exactly. That's the way it is. So last question, Dave, uh, yeah. and uh, this, is, this is for the newbies out there that don't really have uh, marketing automation process in place yet, that you don't have uh, a list being built and you know you want to build it, you have some strategies to build it. Uh, would you say, Dave, that the first thing that they need to do is sit down and grab maybe a Google Doc and start creating that relationship with people like day one what do you want to let them know once they come in what do you want to let them know on day two how do you like just go ahead and grab that google doc and write 14 days of content and uh, just let them know and build that relationship just like you would with your wife or husband or whatever may, the case may be at the beginning uh, would you say that's a starting point uh, for somebody that has no clue how to get going yeah, in fact, it's even easier than that. You know, and so even with your team, actually everybody we work with, because we don't want to get tied up in the tech. We don't want to get tied up in, I don't know how to use Google Doc. I don't know how to save it. I don't know how to do any of that stuff. So you know what we do? 
by hand. Day one, day two, what happens? That's right. Yeah, write it down. Just write it down by hand. Because your hand to, hand to mind is very good. You don't have to worry about the technical aspect of what's happening on the computer. You don't have to worry about lining up the boxes. If you have a little OCD going on, and I don't want to minimize that particular condition, but you know, if you have to have everything perfect on the screen, it prevents you from moving forward with the thought. So if you just scratch it down with a pencil and a piece of paper, the flow in which you want to do it, and then put, and then, you know, as you got day one, day two there, what do I want to say? And just fill it in in the box. Yep. That's day the one. easiest, Your purpose. quickest way to do it. You're going to day build out an entire customer journey on a piece, single piece of paper, napkin sketch as it's been called, and you're going to have and go, okay, and you're going to say, okay, here they engaged on, you know, if I could do this, Facebook, right? I'm going to on Facebook, and then they got an email. It goes day one, day two, day three. Um, plan it out. You're going to, it's going to evolve because you're writing it out and it becomes tangible. It comes out of your head onto the right. paper, and then you're going to see the holes that are there from your plan in your head. Because in our mind, everything is amazing. Right. You know, I've got it all sorted out in my mind. I know exactly how it's going to work. Humans right. aren't that predictable. So, so day, day one, this, day yeah. one, your story. Day two, your purpose. Day three, uh, how are you going to help them? Day four, your products. Day five, your reviews. Right. Whatever, the, whatever the case may be, how do you want to let them know what the true value of your organization is? And I don't you have a structure. whiteboard in front of yeah, but the time yeah. element here, I'm going to just real quick, I know, and I'm looking down and I'm embarrassed by that, but there's a time element in here, right? You're talking about I your fourth day. What are you going to get done in your 14 days, right? What's going to happen there? And then also, if you have a high ticket item, this 14 days or this, this timeline, which is called the sales cycle, is very long. If it's a short, short product, don't over-communicate. Ask for the sale. If, it's, if it costs like nine cents, there's no reason to send them something for two weeks before you ask for the sale. There you go. There you go. If it's a $5,000 right. item, maybe it'll take you a month to get that, that conversion, right? Right, Remember, exactly. That, the, that, that's a good point. The, the higher the ticket item, right? The longer the, it takes to close. The longer the, the journey, right? Generally, that's it takes right. and the more value you have to provide along the way. Uh, exactly example, right. example, look at me, what I just said, uh, Dave, that $15,000 yesterday, it's a high yep. ticket item. The person came into my seminar three years ago, three and a half years ago or so, right? So it, I've been nurturing that relationship for a long time. So if you have a simple $20 product, $10 product, maybe you don't have to wait for three years like I did. Actually, you don't, right? You, so you actually uh, shouldn't because it'll be too long. and People will get tired. They're like, I just wanted to buy this thing. Will you let me buy it? Right. Right. If you flips okay. the script. <laughs> Absolutely. That's fantastic, guys. So just build a roadmap. Uh, first 14 days, what do you want to communicate? Um, then grab a document and start writing it. Every, every single one of those days, uh, write it in and tell your story or answer. Or do some copywriting in here. Even if you're not a copywriter, you can. if you are a copywriter, great. If you're not, then you can just go ahead and, and write that out and then find a copywriter on Fiverr or on Upwork or any of these places to make it look pretty for you. And then you move into an automation platform that you want to utilize uh, that could help you get it all in place. Uh, some of these platforms are very simple. Some of them yep. are more advanced, all right? If you're serious about it, you need to contact somebody like Dave and just set up with Infusionsoft um, because uh, he, it's going to be a little bit more of an advanced, robust marketing platform. And I don't recommend it for anybody that's running their own show individually and maybe doesn't, doesn't feel like an absolute rock star with technology. You might get confused, and when people get confused, people abandon things along the way. So you don't want to do that. So if you don't have, like in my case, 
if it wasn't Dave, you, you get to work with my team every day. If yeah. you didn't have, if I didn't have these guys, I would have given up on Infusionsoft a while ago because <laughs> I, I'm so into a lot of different things. I mean, ManyChat, for example, I like ManyChat. The simplicity yes, of it, just dragging and dropping. And uh, I, I built a lot of ManyChat flows myself. But Infusionsoft tends to be a lot more intense. I know you did talk about how they're launching this simplified actually, yeah, uh, platform. Yeah, it's actually out. I mean, I would recommend that people go to Keep. And Keep is K-E-A-P, keep.com. And look that look that up because the newer platform, which I know you probably I shouldn't say no, you probably haven't seen because you're so busy and diving into something that that's why they're changing the brand from Infusionsoft because it's got the negative connotations and their new platform is actually nothing like the old platform. It's much more user friendly, much more easy to, for someone to get in and get get something actually done in a couple of hours as opposed to now you you actually have no matter whether it's Keep or Infusionsoft or any other platform, your needs are more in depth. Than, than that, but you know, I want to help well, you yeah, understand because... that Keep's new platform is actually very user friendly, very easy, and it has a lot of the, the newer things that you would have wanted um, way back in the day. <laughs> right, and, and, and it, is, it is a powerful platform. Uh, something yep. that, uh, that I'll say myself from my experience. Uh, somebody yep. asked me the other day, obviously we are the top marketing agency with ManyChat in the world. Yep. We just won the award um, last month. The CEO of ManyChat got on stage uh, on the big presentation in front of thousands of people, and AGM Marketing was given an award as a top-performing marketing agency. So when I say that we're really good in the world of ManyChat <laughs> and these platforms, I mean it. We are really, really deep into it. It's a, it's One a great thing that platform. I, it's a great platform. One thing I'll tell you, it is not an email marketing platform. It's not, nope. and it's really far away from it. Even though it's very easy to create an email campaign on it, not really a campaign, but an email broadcast, it's really easy. They've improved the templates, and now you can have this multi-channel, omni-channel thing that you can send out a message on Messenger and also the same thing on email. Even though that has been dramatically simplified right now, uh, it's far from being keep, far from being efficient stuff, far from constant contact, far from all these right. guys, by a long shot. So if you're looking for a real email marketing platform, I'm not going to recommend that you go to ManyChat for that because it's really not there. There's a lot of value from a real email marketing platform. These guys, ManyChat, they're really, really late in the email marketing game. Are they going to catch up? Well, maybe. I mean, these guys, they're, they're leader, they're, they're geniuses. These guys are really smart. So they might catch up in the future, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do, but right now, as it stands, where we are at today in 2020, we're really far from it. So I use ManyChat email exclusively to bring people back to Messenger, not as a standalone email marketing platform, not even close. So I still need Klaviyo, Infusionsoft, uh, ActiveCampaign. I still need these, uh, these softwares because otherwise I'm not going to be able to have a powerful uh, system in place. So definitely recommend that you look into one of these platforms, choose one, and go through that process of building that relationship with your girlfriend, with your uh, boyfriend on those first 14 days, and then extend from that point and just give people that value. Because if you do that, email is going to be a big deal for you. And it's really far from being dead. All right. Well, last, so, the last thing I'll say on the email stuff, remember your, everybody still has a mailbox at their curb, right? We do. We all do. Yes. Yeah. You check it every day or every other day, right? Every other day for me. Yeah. Been there a long time. It's still working. 
It is still working. Yes. So email is not going away. And here's the other day I found why. myself. The, the other day I found myself uh, hiring a service uh, from a postcard that I received, and I was extremely uh -huh. surprised. And I yeah. called them, and it was a hey, you poor want to talk cleaning about open service. Rate. That that thing's all, that's right. And you know why? Because that open rate of that mailbox is nearly a hundred percent. Generally, it's a hundred percent. Yes, it is. It's absolutely <laughs> so when a you, fact. So when you bridge the two, right, you take email. Remember, the difference between a chat service, a text message, and all that is an email sits in your inbox and waits for you to open it. The text message streams and all that are a little bit harder to keep track of over time. And so you got to remember that it, when you deliver something via email, it sits there. And people can sit on it and digest it a lot easier and go back to it than other types of platforms. They all have a different purpose in the marketing process. And so when you're looking at how do I send something that, you know, if you send a, a book or a PDF or a form to fill out, it's harder to do that on chat than it is an attachment in an email, unless you're linking over to a website and, you know, and doing the forms that way. So each of these platforms we talk about have very unique purposes and they all have a place in the game. I don't think any of them are going away, but I think it's going to happen is that all of them are going to meld together and many people are going to offer all of those solutions as an omni-channel. Omnichannel. Omnichannel is the future, Dave. That's why I think yep. uh, that's why I think ManyChat has exploded the way they have. Because they, and that's why Infusionsoft added text messaging to their platform organically and gave you a free phone number. Yeah, the ability, the ability, the ability to in one single flow communicate to people on platforms that are completely separate, but they're consuming them all day long. That's yep. really, really uh, the future, and I and I see that it Perfect. has to be a it, it has to be the the part of what you guys incorporate into your marketing. You have to communicate to people via email consistently and have its own strategy on it. Value provide a lot of value. You have to text message people with like important information, valuable things that are going to bring them back into your journey. Not spam, not a lot of communication that are promoting offers and products and services and things like that. You have to build many chat uh, flows on uh, on Messenger. There's that's incredibly interactive. I mean, the ability to deliver a whole mini course, a training, a resource uh, to have people engage and interact. That's quite unique, and you cannot do that on email, and you cannot do that nope. on text. So these things combined, that's what really builds a business. And if you do all of them. And if you actually concentrate on doing omni-channel, you're going to become omnipresent, and that's the future of marketing for all of you guys. You, you got it. And then the side, I know we've, I've been talking about email because that's why you had me on, but we use ManyChat. We use the chat bots. We build those so that people can engage. And if you have a catalog of products, there's no reason you can't query the person and send them to, you know, show the catalogs and then send them directly to the websites via the chats. They're super powerful, and we use them all the time. But again, our conversation today was about, you know, the email marketing. Right. It's all connected. It's all important. It's yep. part of the message and the takeaway for today. you got to do all of it. Uh, Dave, Great. I want to thank you so much for your time. It's been extremely valuable. Uh, I haven't done having. this before. We haven't talked about email marketing like we talked about today. I, I know it's a major, major weakness in many, many businesses. So, Dave, if anybody wants to contact you just like I did because I needed your help desperately, I reached out to you a while ago and I said, look, Dave, I'm dying here without you. Um, I need you to help me set this all up. Uh, so if anybody needs to contact you and needs your help uh, um, getting some consulting or getting some help setting up things and uh, overall strategies, et cetera, how can they reach you, Dave? So we do have the website, which, of course, I hate doing this, but you know, we're in the middle of a transition on the website. So in the next couple of weeks, there'll be a new one up. So the, the other one has it. So it's infusedmarketing.com, infusedmarketing.com. 
and or I'll give you the email directly to me personally, which is my name, D Royce, R-O-Y-C-E, at uh, infusedmarketing.com. That's and great. We'll put, it, we'll put it in the comments too. Yep. Yeah, so, so D-Royce, D-Royce at infusedmarketing.com or check out the it. website infusedmarketing.com, which he just said that it's not going to be active in a couple of weeks, huh? Well, the website's there, but we're transitioning to a new one, which is a, more of a um, a la carte kind of thing where you can actually choose and pick and pay for you know services that we offer right there on the website. Okay, great. All right, guys, so you, you know how to reach Dave. Uh, D as in Dennis, Royce, R-O-Y-C-E at infusedmarketing.com if you guys have questions or want to get some help with setting up some things. I highly recommend Dave and his help and his services. That's why he's here today. All right, so Thanks Dave, thank well. you so Thanks, much. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it very much, man, and uh, we'll keep on pushing forward with our projects, man. Absolutely. We'll talk soon. Okay, bye-bye. All right. All right, guys, so that was absolutely awesome. Uh, we uh, uh, broke that down quite, quite intensely. I think we did probably about an hour and a half, so thank you for sticking with us here. Um, for those of you guys on the podcast, um, you can um, probably reach out to Dave and, uh, and get some help on this. Uh, we haven't talked about the subject quite a bit before. Uh, for those of you guys on YouTube, thank you for being here. We're going to repost this whole video on Facebook because Facebook failed us today. But again, thank you for being here and I look forward to having you guys next week on the Social Marketing Hour. Stay tuned. Keep on learning. Keep on pushing forward. Keep on dominating. And we will get... Hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Facebook Ninja Podcast. If you want to learn more advanced ninja tactics to grow your business and master social media marketing, then sign up for the Manuel Suarez coaching program by heading over to our website, manuelsuarez.com forward slash coaching.